Five Things First Thing with JR Mornings Guy Gordon, Lloyd Jackson, and Jamie Edmonds. Happy Valentine's Day, and for the Catholics in the audience, say uh, we hope it's a reflective Ash Wednesday. Ash Wednesday mm-hmm. for right. you, and uh, and for the rest of us, if you're looking for a thrill ride, just watch the Dow today because uh, it was it was a heck it of a mess yesterday uh, on the open. It was mm. just a, a ride in a submarine, and. Uh, We'll wait to see. Right now, things look to be trending red, uh, that it's going to open down again after giving up 500 points in more than half of its earnings so far for 2024. And uh, it, it, small stocks really took a big hit. The Russell 2000 really took a, a bath. Uh, we'll see where it opens up. But it was shelter, and consumers will still feel that in their rents. Mm-hmm. Food prices were still a little higher, and they were higher than expected. There had hoped to be, you know, core inflation a little bit higher than expected, all of it leading the market to react. I think the important thing that's still getting lost in this, it was improvement from December. Yes. But it just wasn't as much of an improvement as, as people we thought. thought. They thought it was, it was maybe, what, about 2.9, and it was came in at 3.1. 3.1, yeah. and if you, it was 0.3 month to month, and 0.4 instead of 0.3 if you yeah. look at core. Uh, but uh, shelter prices were 0.6 month to month, and that was uh, two-thirds of the increase mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm. So we'll wait to see what happens on the market. But, again, it's going to be interesting like everything else. If you're in it for the long haul, don't worry about it. They're going to shake all of this out. Overnight, uh, two interesting uh, uh, votes. One in the House, they did uh, effectively impeach uh, Defense uh, Homeland Security Chief uh, Alexander Mayorkas, Alejandro Mayorkas. He um, becomes the first cabinet official impeached, I think, what, what like 1876 mm-hmm. or yeah, something? Over 100 years. It certainly is highly symbolic. It, it's holding someone to account for the weak border policies of the Biden administration, but he isn't the guy that made him up. He's just the guy that was kind of the front man who Here. failed to acknowledge yeah. them. Wouldn't use the word crisis. Uh, and uh, and for that, he has paid a price. But just in the House, there, if there is a trial in the Senate, we know where that's going to go. Exactly. So in the end, also, we saw a, a pretty significant vote in New York. We'll talk more about that at 635 mm-hmm. and what that means going forward. But the Democrat candidate with a healthy seven-point win mm-hmm. over his Republican challenger to maintain George Santos' seat. Um, Democrats could have used that seat on the Mallorca's vote. He is going to be sworn in, they believe, tomorrow. So the Republican majority becomes even narrower. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, just speaking of sports, kind of a landmark. Um, yes, I was texting you guys about this. I, I this This is a big deal. Many women have broken barriers in sports broadcasting over the years, but this is a huge one. Jenny Kavnar was named the A's lead play-by-play announcer, taking a role in what she will call the majority of the club's game starting this season. She's the first woman in MLB history to serve as a club's primary, regular play-by-play voice. Is this radio or television? I believe, oh, good question. I think radio. Yeah. This is radio. And she, That's huge. she was the Rockies' backup play-by-play announcer. She's done this. She's got a, a great history in TV and, and radio and everything else. And I, I just love this. Yeah. It's a big deal. It I is mean, a big deal. When you see women taking the lead on the morning shows, the Sunday morning shows, yeah. in a news thing, there why There are women not in the front offices now of yeah. sports teams. I love this. Go women. 
Yeah. I'll be interesting to hear that. I, I wish I wish she had a better team to to, <laughs> to talk about. The well, A's are kind of a mess. That's neither here nor there. Yeah. <laughs> are the one, A's, one thing at a time. Are the A's even in Oakland or are they headed to are, they're going to Vegas? They're going to Vegas. Everybody's aren't they? going to Vegas, yeah. 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 And, Poor Oakland A's fans. Uh, Poor well, Oakland fans. Yeah. Because the Raiders left. Uh, yeah, yeah. Golden State left Oakland, and they're in San Francisco now, right? Yeah. They play, play yeah. in San Francisco. I mean, yeah. remember the A's in the seventies? You probably yeah. you guys don't, but the A's in the seventies were they? Everybody else was their punching bag. They were amazing. Yeah, and then they kind of had that comeback with the Moneyball thing, and mm-hmm. you know, it was wild. But uh, um, we have seen uh, one of it was interesting. I mean, he seemed to get popular support, but just couldn't convert that to anything to run his campaign. James Craig out. Yeah. Former Detroit police chief James Craig halting his Republican Senate bid for Michigan just four months after its launch, citing financial constraints. Craig, a prominent candidate, sought support from uh, former President Trump, but struggled to gain momentum, raising only $60,581 by 2023's end. He now is eyeing Detroit's mayoral race. His exit narrows the GOP field, competing to replace retiring Senate Senator uh, Debbie Stabenow, crowded with contenders like Mike Rogers and Peter Meyer. Rogers leads in fundraising, amassing nearly $2 million. Meanwhile, on the Democratic side, Alyssa Slotkin dominates fundraising, pulling in about $11.7 million. Craig's political journey, as you know, Guy, marred by that 2022 gubernatorial bid that was derailed by fraudulent signatures. You can't just have popular support. You have to be able to put together a campaign, and you have to be able to put together a network of supporters that will underwrite it. Yeah, right. And he just, he seems that he, he had the name recognition. He kind of had the, the legacy and the halo effect of his t- term as, as the chief. police chief, mm-hmm. but he couldn't convert it into the other. His management skills are in question when you look at how his campaigns have gone. Or the people And the people hired. around That's right, the people it, around him. Ex- yeah. yeah, exactly. Because I don't think the signature thing was his fault. The people he hired messed that all up. Right, but he got a do-over on that with this campaign. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, I don't know if to some degree he was shunned by some uh, campaign professionals who Felt that he was damaged goods. Or the I mean, big donors who said, mm, maybe yeah. they didn't want to go that um, way. But I don't know how he resurrects, resurrects that for a mayoral campaign, especially wearing this MAGA tag south of 8 Mile. Yeah. I, I just don't know how that's going to convert. Yeah, heavily Democratic Detroit and Wayne County. It's just, yeah. yeah. We, you know, we, we are reminded on a daily basis that we live in a really com- amazing community with an incredibly big heart. And, of course, with yesterday being the first anniversary of the MSU shooting, there were a lot of remembrances, but the one that just caught my attention was the one in Clawson for Alex Werner, who was a rising star. She was a, a basketball player at Clawson High, softball player, and uh, they put together an amazing video. They got together as a community last night on the softball field where she played. Um, the, the basketball court now at the high school bears her name. And Nancy Werner, her mother, just said, this is so important to this family. It's not me who deserves the applause. It's all of you guys that are here. But believe me, we are not standing here. Our family is not standing here without the love and the support of not only our Clawson community, but the community around Michigan. Now think about the grace of that family who has suffered the worst thing a family can suffer. And they made it all about the community. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the people that... it is a great community, though. What an amazing! It is. I lived in Royal Oak, and which is kind of you know right next to Clawson. I spent a lot of time in yeah. Clawson, and the people there are great, and great the people. 
This and that family chose not to go to Michigan State, even though there were remembrances there, because they wanted to be surrounded by the community. By the, community. By the people that yeah. love them. And, yeah. and, and her, uh, Alex's dad said, you know, he said, every day I am reminded that I have my community support. Clausen is a very small city. And so when I go to work and I see 30 um, MSU strong signs on people's front lawn a year later, that means they took that sign down mowed their lawn and put it back up it it the strength that it gives me the the joy that it brings to me that know that we have that type of support nancy and i go to dinner in class and we run into so many people it's the reason we live here is because of the love and support we have i just his ability to make this to turn this into a tribute to the community yeah um what an amazing family you know when you go through something like that you really need all of that support and yeah. you know and I'm sure the community brought in that support and they was thanking them. Yeah. And, you know, everybody's grieving differently. Yeah. All the Mm -hmm. students at Michigan State had said that. Some of them wanted to be outwardly talking about it. Some want to go inward. Mm -hmm. For the Michigan State campus, you know where they went for support? Tom Izzo. That's where they got support when it happened and they wanted it again on the year anniversary, Lloyd. Yeah. Hundreds uh, gathered at Michigan State University to commemorate that anniversary and uh, Tom Izzo spoke passionately during a press conference before his departure with his team to take on Penn State tonight, recalling the uh, momentous event and urging remembrances of those who lost their lives. You know, it's one of those things that you kind of remember where you were when you first heard it. And say a prayer for the people that we lost. And he says uh, the resilience of Spartan Nation is is number one. God bless the ones that we lost the ones that have been affected, and uh, please remember, don't ever forget them. By all means, I encourage everybody to take a pause, remember it, think about what you could do to help make the situation better. Coach Izzo. He, you know, he has become such a leader, not he just for, for MSU, but for the state. Mm-hmm. He's kind of the conscience and the soul. And he said it. We said everybody is, I'm not talking basketball today. We're mm-hmm. just not going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. There are things bigger than basketball, and he knows that. And he yes. just talks and off the cuff. Exactly. And you know it comes from his heart. Yeah. We, we're, he is greatness. Yeah. yeah. And so is this family, and so yeah. is the community of Clawson. God yeah. love you. 615. JR Morning continues when we come back. We've got an election coming up, technically on February 27th. That's election day. But it will begin nine days earlier. It begins this Saturday. So... With all of that early voting going on, those ballots coming in early, how will we secure them? We'll be talking with a leading clerk to answer your questions about election integrity next on J.R. Morning.